Mine is Avengers Endgame trailer, Avengers Endgame trailer, uh, Game Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones season eight episode two teaser trailer. trailer. (laughs) There's a theme here. uh, Trailer for Poms, uh, season seven recap of Game of Thrones. I was about to say you're always looking forward, didn't you? But correct, Blue Van Man, um, 2.0 channel. 2.0. What's on that? Uh, it's random videos, I think. I think it's it's more life stuff than food. Um, uh, Scott Parker ad for McDonald's. Nice. Um, where's my elephant? Um, Simpsons video, which is in reference to something on Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen it, Mr. Tumble. Uh, that's not one of mine. Ouch! Triple H rich, rips out Batista's nose ring. Oh. All forty-four wrestlers who died in the two thousand and tens. I don't even remember clicking on that one, so I didn't definitely didn't watch it. Uh, the sn- the snowman, which I've seen approximately fifty times this year so far. Um, Sorry, Gruffle, say again. The snowman. Why have you watched it so many times? Uh, my daughter loves the she, snowman. Really? What? So you see, watch it even not at Christmas. Yeah, she's oh. two, mate. There's no reasoning with the two-year-old. <laughs> which is hence wow. why. The- Hence, well, the next video is the Gruffalo. The next one is Fairy Tales Two, and the next one is Room on the Broom. Um, oh, all of which world. If you're not sure, oh, you need room, to get. Not sure of Deadpool yet. No, not yet. I will tell you this: number twenty, top ten lesbian pollen attacks in wrestling. How? <laughs> uh, have you not heard of lesbian pollen attacks? No. Apparently, it's where the lesbian pollen in the uh, arena is so strong that all women must become lesbian, and it's basically a load of clips of wrestlers whose storyline involves some sort of weird sexual-related thing in WWE. Right. You've been watching that, have you, Nathan? Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Well, it, hang on, I've got two things to say in all, in all honesty, the reason I, I clicked on it, the original reason I clicked on it was, I wonder what lesbian pollen attack means. And then, and then once I got, and then once I got in there, like the, the the screen like froze, and I couldn't get out of it. So I just, oh, yeah. just right, yeah, watch watch the rest of it. Right. Uh, well, first of all, you need to get yourself down to Chessington because they've got not only a Gruffalo ride, but also Correct. a room on the broom. Room on the broom. Uh, room. Walk the broom. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, open now. So already uh, on the docket, yeah. Oh, love that! And Stuart, you so you showed Theo Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. No, not Deadpool. Yeah. Once upon a Deadpool. Once upon a Deadpool. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, how how did it go? Were Enjo- there questions? In- no, not really. You enjoyed it. Um, oh, fine. Good. It's realistically, it's. I mean, it's pretty violent, but it's not really any worse than John Wick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty violent, and it's it's pretty sweary. But and there's, there were a couple of bits that I think just just totally went over his head. The drugs references yeah. just went over his head, um, and yeah. the, the kind of the sexual jokes went over his head. Um, correct. Right. Shall we just do a podcast? <laughs> Welcome to episode 40 of Thruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. My name, as ever. Guys, we have reached the 40th episode. <laughs> that that well-renowned uh, like milestone. Like Nobody celebrates 50 anymore. It's all about number 40, is it, Michael? Although, hang on, bear with me, maths. Um, 
times 40 by 2, because we record the show every two weeks, what do you get? 80. 80. Yeah. And 80 weeks in a... Fortnight. <laughs> Month. <laughs> Year. Yeah. Day. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. One but, bear... Universe. <laughs> but, but bear in mind, we've also had um, weeks we've missed. We've also had uh, appetizers. So... Well, those are ones with me that don't have me, and I don't really count them. <laughs> Neither do we. <laughs> um, yeah, so this has gone massively. My name is Nathan Peterson, and tonight we are going to be looking at one of the most infamous of all spreads, the peanut butter. But first, he's salty, he's creamy, he's crunchy. It's Stuart Bullock. Hello, Nathan. It's a bit of a shit intro, isn't it, mate? <laughs> Oh, I didn't want Honest. to say anything. That wasn't nah. wasn't one of your most inspired. You just it was just three adjectives, which are yeah. broadly positive if talking about a person, and all yeah. of all of which. So what we're going to do now is you're going to repeat the same kind of trope, but with three neg- three adjectives which are broadly negative <laughs> if you're talking about a person, but also refer to peanut butter. Continue with the joke, Nathan. <laughs> He's smooth. I mean, that's quite positive, actually. <laughs> He's smooth. He's claggy. He comes in jars. Sorry, he comes into jars. It's Michael Jameson. It's too much. You can't tell the viewers this stuff. It's too personal. (laughs) I've got some news. Got a little announcement. Um, I think that when you ask me how I am and I sort of ask you how you are at the beginning of the podcast, I think it drags it down a little bit too much. So I'm I'm not going to tell you how I feel. Thankfully, it didn't drag down this podcast. Um, how are we both? Um, obviously, I'll rephrase that. How are you, Stuart? I'm very well, mate. I'm uh, I'm currently in the middle of two weeks off works, which is um, oh. rejuvenating and wonderful. I spent the day on a farm. Uh, it's worth mentioning I have got a broken toe, and last night I was very nearly knocked out twice. But other than that, very Sorry. good. Yes. How did you get knocked out by a broken toe? Uh, no, no. The the broken toe and the and the knocking out were uh, are related, but they're not directly the same. Uh, I have broken my toe, and I was nearly knocked out twice at, at kickboxing last night. Sparring, you see. Wow. Sparring for the first the time. Old... Yeah. Sorry, you broke your toe last night. Yes. I mean, what? Do you go to hospital or something? No. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard there's not much they can do for a broken toe. You don't go to hospital for a broken toe. You just suck it up, don't you? How do you know it's broken, then? Because it's purple. <laughs> so it, it could just be bruised. All right, it might be bruised. I've got a, I've got a pot. I've got a, so, a a toe that lies somewhere along the continuum from fine to disappeared. <laughs> Mate, you've got a, you've got a fucking Thanos toe. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm also now. Um, Curious as to whether you actually were nearly knocked out twice, or whether yeah. you just went, to, or whether you went to sleep. No, I was. That's I was. Um, yeah, I was punched quite hard in the side of the head twice last night, and once in the nose. Um, but Theo's yeah. really getting on well at it, isn't he? he? Is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You, you were punched. I thought it was kickboxing. We punch as well. We punch <laughs> and kick. We, we don't like to discriminate against forms of violence. <laughs> Any violence, yeah. welcome here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so, other than that, successful night at kickboxing. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good. Been to a farm today. It was nice. And you saw a food-related um, animal. Saw a llama. Saw two llamas. A large mm-hmm. llama and a small llama. I also saw some alpacas. 
And I've got a, a bit of a problem now because the alpaca is a much more, I feel, magical and interesting animal than the llama. And if the food industry were going to go crazy for a new animal, I think the alpaca would be better because they've got the um, they've got the hair, haven't they? The alpacas, which the llamas don't have. Um, yeah, but <laughs> fringes are sort of like the sort of dead in the nineties, aren't they? Really, fringes. Now the back though, Nathan. The back perms are back and. It's all. It's like the early nineties again. Everyone's called things like Karen and Julie, um, and, oh, Gabby and Gary, and and everyone's got a perm. Yeah. Yeah, you, you two probably are qualified to discuss the uh, pros and cons of perms and fringes. All right, Greyhead. <laughs> Greyhead. I'm not from Game of Thrones, mate. <laughs> Uh, Game of Thrones what? is that the one with the the little fella? The... No, that's that's the two bunnies. Uh. <laughs> um, uh. What? What? So yeah, I mean, just to allude to that, uh, uh, sorry to expand on that. So llamas, two thousand and nineteen, seems to be the big thing. What's yeah. What's the next big thing? What's the next animal to come down the 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 gimmick train? Ooh. Well, it's uh, a shame there's like a. I was going to say, unicorns are magical. Llamas, not so much. Like, it's a bit of a weird transition from one end of the scale. Pugs had a... There was a big pug phase as well, wasn't there, knocking around? Like, not necessarily in food, but pugs were everywhere. Maybe pugs could... Maybe pugs could transition into food. I don't think... I don't think piranhas are a million miles away from mermaids. (laughs) They're sort of... um, Same... Yeah, I mean, they've got sparkly scales and a nice sort of green and red cocklicate sort of blushed colour scheme, but a bit violent, isn't it, for food? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bit violent. I mean, you don't, want, you don't want food that's suggesting it could eat you back, really. No. This has been a good section. Um, right, let's move on. Um... <laughs> Right, um, as we did on the last episode with uh, young Mr. Alex Ansira, um, Random Questions Season 2 is now live for all of our um, triple guests, our, our hat-trick guests. Correct. Um, I thought it would be a good idea to run through a few of these with you. So as we do when we have double guests, I'm going to ask each of you to give me two numbers between 1 and 10. Um, although I will say, please do not pick number 9, because that's the question we did last week about... Uh, fighting animals, fighting mascots, and we are going to swerve that for very good reasons. So, any number between one and ten, apart from nine, and I will start with Stuart. Three, three. Favorite crisps? Um, either McCoy salt and vinegar or Seabrook salt and vinegar. If pushed, McCoy salt and vinegar. Okay, pushed. Considering yeah. pushed. Correct. Michael, I'm guessing that yours is probably the roast chicken Tyrells. It's, it's probably up there, yeah. I like a nice sea salt, Christopher. I like a nice sea salt, Seabrook. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Roast chicken Tyrells are really good. Probably go with that. I probably good. don't have one that's that's a favourite amongst all lovers, but that's that's up there. That's an excellent product. 
Uh, it's worth noting, although we're not involved in one you know, iota, there is a crisp World Cup going on on Facebook, which we shared previously. I think they've just made it into the next round. I think it's the, the quarterfinals at this stage, I think. Well, no, maybe last 16, actually, saying that. Um, but, yeah, and you were fuming that, indeed, those roast chicken tyrells were, or tyrells were, were not even in the, in, in the top 64 crisps. They're a oh, it's shambolic. They're a niche crisp. I don't care. There's there's absolute shit in there. There's shit like mini cheddars. <laughs> yeah, I will say oh, fucking crisp. <laughs> I will say that, that 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 was a bit of a swerve that I wasn't expecting. Um, Michael, can you give me one uh, number between one and ten? Uh, yeah, number two, please. Favorite ah, uh, favorite sandwich. You don't really like sandwiches. Oh, I don't really, but uh, there is one that is chief among all others, and that is the BLT. I do like a nice BLT. Mm. Do, uh, actually, with BLTs, I tend to have them. They've, they've got, you know, floppy bacon, if you will, flaccid Chris Clements bacon. Don't often yeah. get, don't often get the crispy variety of bacon. Yeah, yeah, it's the one vehicle that I think floppier bacon is acceptable. Yeah, fair. Stuart, favourite sandwich? Um, either. Can I have a toasted sandwich? Yeah, why not? Cheese, just a cheese, straight up cheese toasty. Decent. Bloody love a cheese toasty. If I wasn't allowed a toasted sandwich, I'd go for a fish finger sandwich. I, I, I adore a fish finger sandwich. Obviously, they can't be they can't be taken in in your packed lunch for school or on mm. a pic, on a picnic. But a nice fresh fish finger sandwich, plenty of butter on the bread, and I'm talking just bog standard fish fingers, bog standard Warburton's toasty bread, butter, four fingers per slice of bread. Ideally, one and a half sandwiches, loads of ketchup, bosh. One and a half sandwiches. That <laughs> oh, may. Uh, Stuart, one, one, one to ten? Seven, please. Seven. Favourite overseas cuisine? Mexican. Mexican. Easy. Yeah, I was, probably would have been my prediction because you love your uh, burrito. Yeah. Um, Michael? Uh, I, think, I think it has to be American. American? I mean. Yeah. Okay, all right. So what's that then? Burgers, hot dogs? Yeah, pizza. burgers, uh, barbecue, okay. pizza, right. American pizza. American pizza. And last one for you, Michael. Number? Number four, please. Do you say scone or scone? Scone. Stuart? Scone. <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> yeah. Nathan? <laughs> you oh, you say scone, don't you? I know it's one of those things. I don't actually know what I say. I think I think I say scone. Quickly scone. whack it out in normal conversation. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Quickly hey. whack it out in normal <laughs> conversation. <laughs> and we're back to the buffet table. Uh, um, uh, would you like a scone? Would you like a scone? 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 <laughs> this is like brilliant. Scone? <laughs> Laura? Would you like a scone? Yeah, scone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, um, you guys been watching Game of Thrones? Correct. Seen that? Yeah. Watch yes, that old um, bloody Jamie Lannister fucking knocking on my door last night, wasn't he? Go on. Trying to trying to sell me loads of cereals. He was he was really pushing Bran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I quite like that. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Well done, obviously, well done, obviously, we're, we're we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. We don't want to throw any spoilers out. But I would just say one thing that what one thing that struck me was that 
I th- we were almost back to series one levels of gratuitous female nudity in last night's episode. Um, and that can only be a good thing. Oh, a trifecta of titties is always good news. Correct. Nathan has frozen. Yeah, we've lost Nathan. AKA Nathan disappeared. Nathan is back on the other oh, no. side of my screen. That was really weird. Yeah. That was very weird. Yeah. Sorry, I, I missed I missed whatever... Um... I just said that it's, uh, we appear to be back to series one levels of uh, <laughs> gratuitous female nudity in, in the Thrones, Game of the Thrones. I'm not really terribly worried. No. I'm honest. No, I'm quite happy with it. This yeah. is going to sound fairly gay. But <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that, Michael. It's... I don't... Why are you worried about... Why are you worried well, about because i got a wife. Um... But it's a sh- sort of a shame that we didn't get to see Robson or Jerome's erect penis in that scene. It's like, <laughs> I literally, like, you were like two seconds ago, you were penetrating someone. Don't tell me you can get those tight, tight, those tight, tidy whities back on straight away. You've got to wait. You've got to wait 30 seconds minimum uh, based on the tightness of the pants. Um, yeah, it's not like your dick instantly fucking flops. Imagine if it did. He's, I think, it's... Jerome is probably what ten years, fifteen years. He's probably in his mid fifties, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And I tell oh, you now, surely. Michael, Michael, as you age, you'll realise that it does instantly just flop, man. <laughs> <laughs> in Brilliant. this case, if it ever even was there, yeah. I mean, we don't. Correct. Yeah, he might, he might, he might have thumbing it in. Mm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> she was enjoying herself regardless. Um, Quibia! Guys, um, you know, in here. you know the score. Five questions. Stuart wins. Question one. In which movie... <laughs> what the fuck? What? Sorry, a bit slow today. Oh, I'm good. a bit. I'm feeling a bit naughty. I'm the chaos master today. You, you'll, you'll enjoy this one, Michael, because it's not a number-related one. So Stuart can't one-up you. Um, oh, in, in which movie did Brad Pitt's character become obsessed with peanut butter? I'm going to start with Michael Jameson. Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky, good. The film he's not in. And Stuart Bullock. In which movie did Brad Pitt's character become obsessed with peanut butter? Um, right, so obviously I thought you said Tom Cruise. my answer. Nope. Um... I don't really have um, any idea, so I'm going to go for Burn After Reading, just because yeah. it's Great something choice. that was, yeah. Just seems seems a logical... Yeah, seems a logical, logical... And he plays like a personal trainer in it, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Because my answer's invalid, I'm just going to throw this out there, just as a little sort of like preview nugget, I guess. Um, very interestingly... 
Um, the movie you're referencing is actually an animated film. Right, carry on. What? I don't know. Um, number. Oh, he's googled two. it. He's googled it. No, no. Uh, what is the record for most peanut butter and jelly sandwich? PB and J for our American friends out there. Uh, sandwiches eaten in one minute, sixty seconds. Stuart. Seventeen. Seventeen for Stuart. And for Michael? Uh, would it be possible to get any specifications on the sandwich? Is this one slice folded in half or is this... Uh, yep, it's two... It's bread, possibly two slices. It's less than three slices of bread. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there's peanut butter and uh, jelly. Oh, I mean, um, 12 would be one every five seconds, and that just sounds... Mm, 14. 14. Number three, approximately how many peanuts are needed for a 360-gram jar of peanut butter? Now, I don't know if you know your weights of peanut butter jars, but for some reference, the average Sunpat jar is 400 grams, and the smaller Meridian jars are 170, so... If that gives you an idea of what roughly a 360 gram jar of peanut butter would be. <clears throat> We're starting with Michael on this one. 137. How many, sorry? 137. 137. Okay, and Stuart? 138. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'd be stupid not to. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way I can, I can rule this out. I wonder if there's a way I can stop this sort of shenanigans. Not going to. Four. In which year did Harry Burnett Reese invent the delicacy of the Reese's peanut butter oh, cup? What a hero that man is. Stuart? In which year? 1952. 1952. And Michael Jameson? 1959. 1959. And the final question of this quibia. According to Statista.com, what was the approximate UK market revenue for peanut butter in 2018? We're starting with Michael. Um, uh, in, uh, should, in, in millions, if that helps. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, this is just for peanut butter, not all peanut butter pro- uh, products. Uh, it didn't specify. It just said the peanut butter market. So I assume right. this is purely just peanut butter. Yes, pure butter. Yeah, pure peanut butter, butter market. Uh, oh, sorry, it's market revenue. So in the UK, yeah, UK market revenue. So yeah. you know, sales. Right. So forty uh... in in dollars. I should specify as well. Sorry. Oh, in dollars. Right. Okay. Uh... That, that changes your answer by any. Yeah, probably 50, 58, 58 million dollars. Fifty-eight million dollars, and for Stuart, two hundred and ten million dollars. Two hundred and ten million dollars. Okie dokie. Where are we? Interesting. Interesting. Okay, right. So, answers. The movie which Brad Pitt became obsessed with peanut butter was Meat Club. Meet Joe Fight Club. Um, in the film, no, Meet Joe Black. In the film, Brad Pitt plays the Grim Reaper, who has clearly never tried peanut butter before, tries it, falls in love with it. Wait, Meet Joe Black? Is that not the monkey one? No, that's <laughs> Meet Joe Young, or, yeah. or something like that. Mighty Joe Young. 
Yeah, meet Mighty, <laughs> meet Mighty Wait, Joe Young. Meet Joe Black. It's about the devil, isn't it? Thank you, No, he basically plays the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper decides to come to Earth for a day or something like that, and he oh. takes takes the body of Brad Pitt's character and follows um, Sir Anthony Hopkins' pre-death. Oh, spoiler, oh, guys. I've never seen it. No, uh, I haven't. Yeah. Much I recognise mal- the front cover. It's a much maligned film. However, it's one film I can watch and watch and watch. Bloody long, though, about two and a half hours. Cracking film. Put it on your list. Question two. Uh, the record for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I mean, you guys are, you guys are insane. Fucking 17 sandwiches... One every three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dickhead. What are you talking about, you twat? <laughs> <clears throat> My, Michael's insane answer is still more than double the correct answer. Um, <laughs> six full sandwiches uh, were eaten by Patrick Bertoletti in January 2012. He's a, well, the that's man's just... a clown. <laughs> right, maybe that's the next challenge then. Yeah. See if you can... yeah, let's let's see how many you can get down. Fucking, more, more fucking one and a half. One fish more. Fingers. One more yeah. is the answer. It's always the answer, Michael. One more. You okay. could do one more than that. Always. You I, do do I always do one more. On to the next question. <laughs> question three. Uh, the number of peanuts required to fill a 360-gram jar of peanut butter was, in fact... 540 so Stuart takes that that's so what, I thought it was something like that yeah that's why you went with 138 oh just adding your bets it? I, I reckon I reckon there's about two peanuts to a gram ish right. fair yeah fair um so it's one all after that um shame the mine year was a, mine was a clean win though <laughs> the year I know what I should do I should just get you guys to message me independently or something like that that's probably the fair way isn't oh it? my god imagine that's we could just fair. we could actually we could write it down on a bit of paper and then hold them up at the same time and then still read them out yeah, yeah. that's fair I think that's probably fair not gonna happen oh look at that probably not gonna happen yeah um Harry Burnett Reese invented the peanut buttercup in 19 so you're both right there 28. So, uh, Stuart takes that one. Um, his candy business actually started in 1923 following his, following his employment at the Hershey Chocolate Company. His original candy oh. bars were the Lizzie Bar, which was a coconut, caramel, and chocolate concoction, and the Johnny Bar, which was made with molasses, named after <laughs> his daughter and son, respectively. <laughs> you thought it would have been named after both of his daughters, which is why it's got molasses in. Hey. hey, get it. So that's two one two Stuart. And the final question: uh, the UK revenue market, sorry, the UK market revenue for peanut butter in two thousand eighteen was approximately one hundred and sixteen million dollars. So Michael takes that one. The global oh. mark, the global market is actually worth three point five billion, with the US making up. Over half of that alone, they do about 1.8 billion in on their own because they bloody Jesus. love fucking peanut butter. They don't love fucking peanut butter, but I mean, if they do, if they do, they do. Uh, that's a two-all draw. Um, nice. I, I, I could have, I could have done a tiebreaker. 
Hello, it's MJ. You're listening to Frack Unwrapped. Please leave us a review on iTunes and check out our other exploits, which does include our Instagram page at Frackgram and our Twitter page at Food Review UK. And hey, we've got lots of awesome videos on YouTube. Thanks a lot for your support. So let's move on. Um, subject, <laughs> pea, peanut butter, or in other words, that thing that kid rubbed on his balls and let his dog lick off that you've heard of. But if I did fuck peanut butter, it would be crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's ruined one of the questions I've got. I did friction. Oh. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I suppose it's harder to wipe off, though, isn't it? Because you end up hurting yourself all the knobbly bits anyway this is it's a food podcast there we go things to get caught i would imagine you imagine your urethra after dealing with one of those bad boys oh god i'm a man mate i've got a urethra i've got a penis (laughs) 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 very true i forgot we had a a scientist on the show um I i was trying to wing that one um yeah so general feelings on peanut butter as a whole not as you know a whole peanut butter but um, like what, I say, what? I fuck it. I don't. I don't get it to fuck me. Um, so um, yeah, what, think about on the whole. Um, in the realm, in the realms of spreads, where does where does the, the the humble peanut butter come? Top dog by a mile. Um, amazing stuff. Didn't like it until mid to late twenties, and have spent the last fifteen years making up for lost time. It is amazing. <laughs> I bloody love peanut butter. It is incredible. For for the listeners at home, this this tonight's topic was chosen by Stuart Bullock, so I think it's fair yeah. to say he enjoys peanut butter. Um, oh yes, Mike... I enjoy it. <laughs> Do you enjoy it in the same way Michael apparently enjoys Sli- it? Or... Slightly, slightly differently, but basically the same, just with a few minor tweaks. Yeah. <laughs> the the difference is you don't fuck it, but you'd like to. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Michael doesn't want to fuck it, but does. Um, Michael, peanut mm. butter. How do you feel about Bloody it? Bloody love. Bloody love peanut butter. My second favourite spread. Second favourite spread. Um, Hang on, can we play a game to guess what the first one is? Go on. <laughs> I, I guess either it's one of two. Go on. Either Nutella or, mm-hmm. Bis- or Biscoff. Oh, okay. Nate, you got any? Um, well, the joke answer, which Stuart will hopefully edit out, is cl- um, oh. the 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 correct answer though I think must be the correct answer must be I think it must be ah I think it must be Biscoff I feel like it should be Biscoff oh, that joke answer slightly trod over my uh, punchline I was going to say Sharon Stone um why Sharon Stone basic instinct isn't it. She didn't really spread, though, did she? Uh, She's all just uncrossed, really. (laughs) Uncrossed and recrossed. Yeah, I I do love peanut butter. I mean, for for the whole sake of that conversation, can we leave the bit in? Or I mean, I'm just what I'm doing is I'm just writing down. I'm writing down all the times that you say (laughs) the word, (laughs) so I can beep them out. So I'm just currently writing down a whole stream of of seconds. Would have thought that'd be okay. It's probably funnier if I beep out every time yeah. someone says though, isn't it? Yeah, she's quite a fan of the show, actually, so she'll be listening. 40. Who is <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she listens to it. She's more diligent than I am, to be honest. Oh, fair play. Has she listened to more um, than Gossie has? 
<laughs> yeah, she does listen to every episode, so. <laughs> um, so what is your favourite spread yeah, then, Mike? She's, she's listened to more than one. Uh, no, it'd probably be hard to choose between everything that you guys mentioned. Biscoff, Nutella, peanut butter. They're all really sort of essential, aren't they? Um, peanut butter <laughs> is <Essential>. incredible. <laughs> well, they are. You've heard of essential oils, essential butters. Ilang <laughs> <laughs> Ilang, my favourite essential oil. Uh, if, we're, if we're talking about his favourite essential oils, that'll, that'll be another. Um, that'll be another episode. Yeah, that'll be at like episode four hundred or so. Run out of food. We just have to be a nice smelling. Think smells what we want to eat. Ilang <laughs> Ilang. Uh, no, I, I. Do you know what? I don't have it enough. I don't have enough. Um, I guess I, I don't really know which segment to put to say this bit in, so I'm just going to say it now whilst it's on my mind because I'm sort of going senile and I forget things from time to time. I wanted to say that Jamie Lannister joke about 15 minutes sooner than I even said it. Um, obviously forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> no. Uh, when I used to go and visit my dad uh, when I was a young a younger boy, uh, my parents were divorced, so um, I would see my dad every three weeks. Uh, every three weeks, he would come over, and we'd spend the Sunday together. And every three weeks after that, he'd come over, pick me up on a Friday night, uh, and then I'd spend the the weekend at his flat, and he'd take me back on a sun. Oh, this is brilliant! Stuart's just put some disco lights on. Um, and then he'd drop me back on the Sunday. So it's like a free, you can sort of envision some sort of interconnected free weekly pattern. Um, anyway, and the little the little ritual that we had is that just before he dropped me home on the Sunday, I say he dropped me home. It's not you know it was like a two hour journey, so it's not like a little jaunt or something. Um, but so we'd we'd go to the sweet store in Stenning. Um, just before, oh yeah, just what actually? Bloody hell, they were open on a Sunday. That's mental. Um, yeah, so we go to the sweet shop in Stenning. <laughs> little nice little village in West Sussex. And uh, I didn't know what they were called at the time. They certainly weren't called what that I now know them as. Um, but there were these little candies that were like peanut butter in a sugar shell. And I was just, my mind was blown that they had this product. Um, and so I used to get a bag of them every time. I think I sometimes might have got, uh, <laughs> I might have sometimes got, right, so basically I'm being taken the piss out of now. Uh, basically I've got some sort of small blemish or painful little mark on my shoulder and I've just sort of quite absentmindedly just got my arm out trying to sort of squeeze or sort of just like scratch the bit that hurts and all the lads just like getting their arms out and doing like, Doing like Egyptian and like scum man poses. Me, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, but still candy, candy. <coughs> yeah, they're, they're Reese's Pieces. We know them as Reese's Pieces now. But at the time, they certainly weren't called that. And I just found it astonishing. It was like the only place that you could get them. And we're talking about 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, amazing, amazing memory of peanut butter. Uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Like I said, I don't have it enough. I'm talking about it, making me want to get that fucking jar out, I'll tell you that. Oh, fuck it. I mean, that was... So so you like peanut butter, then? Yeah, I like it. How do you feel about it, Nate? I can tick off question one. Um, so, I'm probably going to make a wild um, comment here that, that might harken back to episode 
three, two, three of the of the podcast. Um, something that's similar to something Michael Jameson's said. I don't. I don't think I had peanut butter until I was an adult. No. So there you go. There's, there's a comment for you. Um, I. I genuinely, in the right context, I enjoy it. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever had a peanut butter sandwich. I've never had it in that context. Um, so my actual experience with peanut butter is relatively limited compared to probably you guys. The, the majority of the peanut butter I've had is in chocolate or something similar. It's, it's been in something that is not the <coughs> traditional use of peanut butter. What I would say is that when I have tried peanut butter in a more traditional sense, or if I've tried it directly, if I've tried it neat, um, so to speak, uh, I'm not a huge fan of it, if I'm honest. Um, the texture of it wow. is not is not a thing that I'm particularly a fan of. I like the flavour of it, but yeah, it's just a bit too, you know, the whole stereotypical thing about it sticking to the roof of your mouth. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't like that. Don't not a fan of that. Not at all. Not one bit, my friends. Um, but in other contexts, which we will get to, um, I think it is actually a incredible food source. So yeah, I'm I'm sort of slightly the villain on this episode, I would imagine. I'm afraid. Yeah. Sorry to bring it all down a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> some, some concerns. Yeah, I would imagine yeah. so. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Um, it's certainly it not is. food hell. It certainly would never be in food hell, so don't worry about that. But it's just, it's, I don't know if I'd ever put it anywhere near food heaven. Mm. Will I veto it if Stuart ever brings it up on food hell? Oh. Oh. Who knows? Who knows? Um, moving on. So. So, you guys are obviously very much keen on the, the peanut butter. Um, so, that then brings the age-old question. Smooth or crunchy? Both. Yeah, both. Both require... I require both of them um, for for different things. But if I had to just have one, it would be crunchy. If I'm, if I'm having yeah. it on a piece of toast or I'm having it on a crumpet, which is my preferred peanut butter delivery method then uh, i much prefer crunchy but i require smooth for yes. some some cooking purposes uh, and also actually smooth is better if you're going to do a mixture of for example if you're going to have a piece of toast or a crumpet with some peanut butter and some chocolate spread on it then smooth is arguably better in that instance but um crunchy in general just on that point, before I let, let Michael in, just out of interest, does crunchy taste different to smooth? Yes, yes. Does it, is, yeah. Is that presumably from the very, the 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 chunks of yeah. nut? It's a, it's a very very yeah. very minor difference in flavour, but obviously, um, when the peanut peanut butter the peanut butter I buy is hundred percent peanuts. Um, it, there's nothing added to it whatsoever. Um, and when the peanut the peanuts break down to such an extent that they become the peanut butter, so the little chunks in there, they, they, there's been a chemical reaction in the blitzing of the peanuts. So it's this, it's just a slightly different, and it might even just be like um, a, not a placebo effect, but the same kind of thing where the, hmm. the textural difference means that you perceive a slight flavour difference. Um, no, I think you're right. I think they're different. I think it's. It, it, you see it with chocolate sometimes. You can you can literally get three three forms of Cadbury that taste completely different just because they are shaped differently. Yeah, and, mm. and you get a different you get a different mouth and, uh, and different umami. Is that the right thing? No, uh, different no, no. different diff, different different mouth, mouth, mouth feel. feel. 
Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel, yeah. And that sort of then leads to the flavour. So I'd imagine it's very similar to the the, uh, the nut butter, the peanut butter. Um, uh, Mami is the uh, is the savoury receptor. Ah, uh, but there is something similar, isn't there? No? I don't know. No. Uh, Michael? What, what um, crunch or smooth? It, it, it's a question not a million miles away from uh, Marvel or DC. Uh, I do have a preference, um, but... You're not going to make me choose one. Certainly not. I have. Um, actually, it's, no, it's a little bit further away from Marvel DC because I do have a clear winner there. Whereas I would say that, like Stuart says, you certainly need both. Um, but I guess my favourite is probably smooth. Probably. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, it's close. It's close. Well, one would argue that's a perfect metaphor for the Marvel and DC comparison. One's a lot smoother. One's smooth. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose you call DC bumpy. Yeah, and uh, kind Marvel. of the same. Well, one one assumes um, Marvel. Sorry, sorry. Where's he going? I don't know. He's, I feel like he's storming out, but I can't quite work out if there hasn't been anything said. That's yeah. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to work out. Surprise, poo. I don't know. Not Would odd. he apologise? Why has he left his YouTube on? Don't, his chair's very nice. It is very nice. It looks quite comfortable. It's got a nice little house, actually, Michael. Yeah. A little, little townhouse. It's very very, yeah. um, oh, very well maintained. And he's dressing oh. gown. What's he got in his hand? He's got some peanut butter, hasn't he? He's yeah, got, yeah. He's got one sleeve of his dressing gown rolled up. <laughs> What's he done with it? Is he going to slap it about that. Oh, no, the other one's rolled up again now. Bit of symmetry. What, what, why did you leave, Michael? Brilliant. I've just poured fucking peanut oil over my keyboard. <laughs> That's probably going to break it, isn't it? Uh, just think, right? Just think. There are people out there who who um, consciously choose to listen to this. <laughs> and this is some of the great con... I mean, I, I wish we... I don't know why we don't record these because the shit that Michael gets up to during a fucking right. show is mental and that's Stuart's fault because this is the fucking Morrison's one that he made me buy <laughs> that separates I just opened it over the keyboard and it's all bloody falling out how, how are you yeah, storing obviously... it are you storing it the way I've told you to store it upside down how did you do you store it again? have you been storing it upside down the oh, way the way I know, have told you, you to store it you never said that. I bloody did, and it's on. It's on the comments on a YouTube video as well. You store your peanuts. You hundred percent peanut peanut butter. You store them upside down, and they then all of the oil, all of the oil goes to the top, which is actually the bottom of the jar. When you turn it upside down, it sloops back in perfect consistency. You don't need to stir it. If you st- if you store a hundred percent peanut butter the right way up, it will separate and you'll just get loads of peanut oil and then you're left with dry stuff at the end. You store your jars upside down. I've told you this, Michael. You just Sorry, don't I've listen. Not... Yeah, just I've like not now. seen that. What... Sorry, why... You definitely... why does it not separate if you put it upside down? It does separate. Some... It just separates in a different way because it, the he's, oil goes... He's not... no. He's listening. He's not listening to you this time either. No, he's not. You've, you've clearly, you've clearly explained it. I understand what you said, but he's so concerned with the peanut butter that he's not even listening to you when you're trying to help him. He's saying something about put it on its side or something. And <laughs> I also don't right. understand it. You've still got the same jar of peanut butter that I told you to buy about a year ago. <laughs> I just 
said earlier, mate, I don't eat it enough. I already said I wanted to, so I wanted right. to address. And do you not think I'm fucking addressing that now? I want you to eat that peanut. I want you to finish All that of jar off now. As if I'm going to do the As whole jar, you mad man. <laughs> do you know what you could do a jar? How much is in there? At what percentage of, of jar is less? I mean, what is it, 170? 180G's? Three, three, 350 peanuts? Not, is it, what, how, how many grams <laughs> so, is it? 360 grams, and it's about a third done. So. All right. Fucking uh, hell. Yeah. Go on then, mate. Still, I'm still, <laughs> why have you still got, mixing what, it. Why have you got the peanut butter? In all the dry, cause I, mate, we've been talking about peanut butter for nearly a fucking hour. I'm craving it like a madman. I've brought a um, a peanut butter product to the podcast tonight as well. Yeah, let, it's probably oh, worth time to mention it. This is um, a Reese's treat. <laughs> wow. I found this um, a couple of days ago. Uh, this is this was a birthday pre- uh, sorry not a birthday this was a Christmas gift it was in my Christmas stocking uh, Christmas two thousand and seventeen it's wow. it's the best part of a year out of date and wow. I'm going to open it and eat it tonight oh amazing I um, weirdly I have seen someone selling the tree recently in some random like ghetto uh, news agents or something. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're out there. Yeah. You can find them. Um, I can't I've lost, that. I've lost so all, tra- all tra- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All, I've lost all train of thought. Um, no, 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 not exactly, Nate. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. What, what, would, what would you rather eat? This is just a random off-the-cuff question. What would you rather eat? A 360-gram jar of peanut butter or the 540 peanuts that um, it takes to make one butter yeah in yeah. one sitting or one continuous sitting yeah the butter wow i prefer peanut um, butter to peanuts Michael? i'm trying to think how hard would it be to do 500 peanuts i don't reckon think it'd be as long as it sounds I mean, it's just, let's put it that way it's the same grammage I'd probably rather do I'd probably rather do the peanut butter but it sounds like it'd be pretty hard all right to do a whole jar of peanut butter, that sounds fuck. You surely would be sick, right? Mm. How big's a big bag of peanuts? Surely big bags of peanuts are only like one fifty. Yeah, so you, grams. You'd be eating like a couple of couple of big bags of peanuts. Oh, it's a lot that. Yeah. Mm. Get drier. You, your mouth would get a lot oh, drier with yeah. your peanuts, I'd imagine. Mm. My my mouth is getting so fucking dry right now. <laughs> maybe maybe this is the key to making a good podcast: is getting Michael to eat fucking peanut butter, like it's the the equivalent of to, Mr. Edge training. Yeah, um, <laughs> I need to try and lube it up by putting this fucking keyboard on me. Yeah, look, it's dripping off now. Oh, look at that! Can't see. I'm not being funny. You, no, I don't you can see that, guys. It's not. It's yeah. not definitely. Oh yeah, I can see that now. Yeah, I mean, how do we, how do we know those weren't there before we started recording? <laughs> yeah, fair comment. <laughs> I saw around the enter key. I'm going to have to get a cloth for that. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Well, Michael, while Michael does that, I'm going to ask Stuart the next question. He can elaborate and kill some time. Um, so now that you've established that you are a um, a, a smoothie and a crunchy, um, what's your favourite brand? What, what's your go-to brand? Um, my go-to brand is the Morrison's own brand. I've got no time whatsoever for um, a Sunpat or a 
Jiff or a Skippy or a Reese's brand in terms of a jarred peanut mm-hmm. butter. Um, I, they're full of sugar and palm oil and additives and all kinds of nonsense. And for me, it's not a health thing. It's a it's a flavour preference. I like the pure nut butters. Um, I've been through the um, the whole Earth stuff. The Meridian's fine, but I. I prefer the flavour of the Morrison's home brand, home brand, hundred percent natural. There's one other brand that I really like, and I can't remember what it is, and I don't know where it comes from. My mum's bought it for me twice. She tells me it's from Marks and Spencers, but I've never seen it there. Um, but yeah, the Morrison stuff, it's it's fantastic, and it's like one pound seventy a what, jar. What does she say when she tells you it's from Marks oh, and Spencers? Oh, I think it's from Marks and Spencers. I was stupid, but I can't remember. Mum, you've just you've literally just bought me the jar of peanut butter. Where, where's it from? No, ma, they had like a stand of like good different stuff in Marxies. In Marxies, she bloody loves Marxies, my mother. I was in Marxies. They had a stand of like different stuff, you know, American stuff. And I saw there was peanut butter, and I thought, oh, well, Stuart likes peanut butter. I'll get him a jar of this peanut butter. Was it expensive, Mum? I was canny. Yeah. I was canny expensive. Like I was, you know, it was about three pounds a jar. But oh, I, it's nice. I said, yeah, it's really nice. If you see it again, Miss Morgan, oh, I will do. Has she? No. <laughs> is, she, is she still off the podcast or uh, going win, win her back? She listened to one. I can't remember the oh. one that she said she listened to. She listened to Man vs. Fat. Oh, oh she wow. Said, she really enjoyed it. She thought it was uh, powerful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Love she that. thought it was good stuff. Um, don't know. Don't know. It's a shame. You've got I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Kelly lost her for us. <laughs> it's very difficult for me to broach the subject of listening to the podcast with my own mother when I know the kind of absolute filth that Michael spouts <laughs> on this podcast. Like, yeah, it's yes. bad, isn't it? I mean, I don't <laughs> want to tell my mum she's not allowed to listen to it, but similarly, I don't want to encourage her. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's that crossroads, isn't it? Yeah. You, you want her, you want her to listen to your endeavours and be yeah. proud of you, but at the same time, you know that that means, you know, exposing. Having to hear me say that I'm a fuck oh. smooth peanut, that fucking preference is smooth over crunchy. No one needs to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, do, yeah I, we're hearing it again for the second time. Yeah, yeah. You, you do have this. I will say that you're very fortunate, Joe. I often see, um, I often see people who, uh, let's put it this way, they are descendants of some sort of ethnic minority country, and they can flick between their English accent and their their family accent, if you will. And I'm often very jealous of that. I often think that that's a great talent to have. I'd love to be able to just seamlessly go into a, a random other accent um, that I've been exposed to all my life, but is not necessarily my own. And you have. I just, I really wish I could just, just easily go into that that accent, that that Geordie. Oh, amazing. I mean, I've, I've, I'm not sure you've ever attempted the Geordie on the podcast, have you? No. It's probably probably time, isn't it? Right now, Michael's cleaning his keyboard. No. <laughs> oh, Do you, no. So, so what what brand of peanut? Oh, Michael, what brand of peanut butter would you buy if you were buying one, Nathan? Me, if I was wearing one, uh, yeah, all of them probably. Uh, yeah. Do you not have peanut butter in the house? No, no. I'm, I'm fair. Well, we'll come on to that. We do have something peanut butter related in the house, but um, oh. in terms of actual, just yeah, I don't think so. Certainly not that I've. I'm, I'm aware that we've bought. I would imagine just because of me being a noob, it would end up being Sunpat or something like that. But just because it's a name I recognise, not yeah. because it's any good. It's, um, it's not a good peanut or mate. Or oh maybe... God! Oh, what are you doing, Michael? Does Claire have this? <laughs> He's just so, so dribbled. Michael... Oh, 
Yeah, just no, take no, a no. big spoonful of peanut no, butter in his mouth. And then... <laughs> uh, okay, so I set myself my own little personal food challenge. I, set, <laughs> I found a little pocket of really dry bit at the bottom. And I thought, I wonder what that's like. Really, really dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So he dribbled it back into the jar, is what he yeah. did. No, it's still good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, uh, brands, mm. peanut butter brands. Yeah, I'm like used to it. I really like the um, really like the whole app. This Morrison's one is bloody lovely. Yeah. Because um, it... It sort of doesn't taste like it's totally natural. It doesn't, no, it doesn't. taste particularly unsalty. No. It doesn't taste particularly unsweet. The mer- it's just nice. The Meridian one, for example, tastes very neutral. And yeah. very yeah, earthy yeah. and very healthy. Very, it's great. Yeah, very earthy, a, yeah. Whereas this Morrison's one, you, dub- you mm. do find yourself double-checking the ingredients, but it is just peanuts, mm. peanuts, peanuts. Mm. Yeah. Peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. Um, mm. Just, just out of interest, Stuart, yes, uh, you said that obviously the Morrison one was your favourite. But if you had to go for a branded one, if you had to go for a um... Meridian, oh, Meridian, yeah, cool. Cool. yeah, it'd be Meridian. I, 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 I'm sorry, I had to get strong on you there and, and actually get a, <laughs> an official answer out of you. I do apologise. I don't, I don't like to be, you know, to speak to my guests that way. Um, <clears throat> I just so, said something quite, something quite interesting on this. Go on. Um, so you, you're saying like, would you rather eat with the peanuts or the peanut butter? Yeah. Um, this says uh, contains approximately twenty-three portions. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a big commitment. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think you needed to read the jar letter for that, did you? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> is it possible to be drunk on peanut butter? Because I think I Michael think might be a bit. <laughs> At least getting tipsy on it. I listeners, dear listeners, it's very weird watching him because all he's done for the last ten minutes is stare down, <laughs> stare down into his jar and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is brilliant! Uh, my mouth seriously dry though. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, mm. I, I spend every other Tuesday doing this. Um. Peanut right. butter mouthwash. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, we've had peanut butter soda, haven't we, Michael? Have we? Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. There's a review. Go and check it out. Go and check it out on YouTube. Um, I remember that. Now that we've broken down peanut butter on its own, what about combinations? What is it that we particularly enjoy it with? Um, Michael prefers it with his penis, apparently. But Stuart, yourself. Uh, peanut butter and chocolate is incredible. Um, yeah. I do like the peanut butter and fruit vibe. So one Ooh. one one of the things that I like to to make for myself is porridge with mixed berries in it. So I buy bags of bags of frozen mixed berries, make my porridge, put the frozen mixed berries in like for the last minute and a half in the microwave, which warms them up, breaks them down a bit, makes them into an almost kind of jammy consistency. Little bit of honey or a little bit of maple syrup and a nice dollop of peanut butter in the middle of it. And that is absolutely incredible. Um, I I wouldn't reckon that would be too far off Slimming World Friendly either, Nathan. Um, um, if If you were careful with your measurements and stuff. Frozen berries... Skimmed milk or semi-skimmed milk, whatever that is, a healthy extra B or whatever. It's like knowledge. 
a uh, bit of peanut butter. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, so I do like that that peanut butter and jam. I've never eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, I would. Um, is it is this an appropriate time to talk to you about uh, about use of peanut butter in cooking, or or is that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To, be, to be fair, the, the rest of my segment's sort of not really related to that. So this is as good as good as an opportunity as ever. Oh, he's, he's hawking his own book. I cooked. Brilliant. A, I cooked a meal last week, uh, and I wanted to tell you about it because. It's one. Oh, wow. It's one of the most delicious meals I've ever cooked. So the meal I wow. cooked, the meal I cooked last week was called something like a sweet potato ground nut stew. So it's, wow. it's from it's from this cookbook that I've got here. This cookbook's called The Green Roasting Tim, and it's by someone called Rukmini Iyer. Um, and it's vegan and vegetarian one dish dinners. So these are all one dish dinners that you cook in a in a roasting tin. Um, mm-hmm. I cooked this this sweet potato and groundnut stew last week. Since then, we've had a further two meals from this um, cookbook that have both been absolutely incredible. Um, wow, they're they're fantastic. All of which have been vegan, and it's it's only the one last night uh, that we had, which was an orzotti, um, where Gemma said she'd be tempted to unvegan it and have a bit of parmesan with it, but everything else we've had. Has been has been completely vegan. Uh, let me find this this recipe for you because it was incredible. I'm going to make it again because it it just blew me away. It's one of the tastiest things I've ever cooked. Um, so, Getting that on the old Amazon wish list, I reckon that oh, looks like oh, a lovely little bit. It's an incredible co- and the, and the, all of the meals so far that we have had have been. Um, you, you're talking an hour in terms of prep time and cooking time and bearing in mind that the cooking time is in the oven it's hardly hard work i can mm-hmm. and i cannot find the bloody recipe so basically what it was was sliced sweet potato uh, a whole kilo of sweet potato a couple of cloves of garlic a <coughs> bit of grated ginger and then uh, and some onions, and you cook all that in the oven, and then you pour over that a mixture of stock tin tomatoes and peanut butter, about fifty grams of peanut butter. You pour that, you mix it all together. You pour that over the stuff, then put it back into the oven to cook down. Serve it. Uh, put some fresh coriander and some crushed peanuts on top of it to serve, and have it with some rice. And it was it's basically kind of if you think kind of Malaysian curry. Rather than a wow, um, so mm. some, somewhere between Indian and Thai food, that beautiful peanutty, yeah, almost yeah. coconut milky, you know that richness, but it didn't, it didn't even have any coconut milk in, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, and that's, I think, that's the first time I've ever cooked with peanut butter. I've had peanut butter, I've had peanut butter on a burger. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's something that, that that's been brought up a, a lot in, on the social media. I'm a big fan of peanut butter on a burger. Pe- uh, ideally replacing the cheese I think to have cheese and peanut butter is too much so maybe burger, bacon, cheese sorry burger, bacon, peanut butter and maybe some kind of like you know like a habanero jam um, so some something sweet and spicy in there as well but this is the first time I ever cooked with it and it was absolutely incredible I, do you know what I, I can't recommend this cook- I can't believe I'm on the podcast recommending a cookbook I never cook recipes um and I've done, I've done two. Gemma's done one from this. Um, I did uh, harissa aubergines the other night with some couscous, and that was wow. just blue, aubergine with tomatoes, harissa and almonds. Absolutely gorgeous. It it literally took an hour, 
and 45 minutes of that was in the oven. It's, wow. um, it's, it's again, there's often between a tablespoon and, and a couple of, you know, two or three tablespoons of olive oil in these recipes. <coughs> so, not necessarily Slimming World bang Nothing, on. Yeah, yeah. But in terms <clears> of, in terms of ingredients wise, sweet potatoes, um, well, the, what the aubergine one was, you know, aubergines, tomatoes, uh, onions, almonds, you know, just all, all good stuff. Nothing bad in there at all. Um, and, I won't, go on, sorry. Go, no, go on, mate. Was that, what was the name of the book, sorry? It's called The Green Roasting Tin, and it's by Rook Mini. Yeah, uh, this was recommended by one of Gemma's friends at work, um, and Gemma picked, got it off the interwebs, and it's... Um, I'm not going to say it's transformed our lives, but um, I'm just looking. I'm looking chipotle roasted sweet corn with squash, black beans, feta, and lime. Ooh. I mean, it sounds. I mean, it just looks. Mm. And we're talking about here ten minutes prep time, forty-five minutes cooking time. It just looks incredible. We're having this for tea this week, without yeah, a doubt. I, I'm having that. On on that corn thing, like uh, from Oaxacas. Oaxaca, um, we had some corn dish once, and it was fucking unreal. And it just like it just made you sort of think, oh, this is sweet corn, and yet somehow they made it just such an incredibly tasty dish. <clears throat> and wow. point being, point being, that what you've just that was it habanero chili beans, or it just that sounds amazing. Yeah. I could one definitely, of the, one definitely of the, much that. One of the things that struck me from making recipes from this book is how. How much I think I over spice and I over complicate when I'm making something. So, for example, the sweet potato peanut butter groundnut stew had garlic, ginger, salt in it. That's all there was. And then some chopped coriander mm. on top. That's all there was in terms of. Oh, sorry. This was a couple of chilies. But you just you spike them and then you roast them in with the stuff and then pull mm. them out afterwards. It was great, and the flavors were so intense and so rich and so complex. And I'm, I, I'd be thinking, oh, to get this, I need to put some cumin in. I need to do this. I need to do this. No, simple things. So it's made me, it has made me seriously think more about following recipes rather than just making stuff up. But in, yeah, everything we've had so far has been good enough that I'd happily like. We kind of have like a, I suppose like a fortnightly, three weekly rotation of meals. Everything mm-hmm. we've had so far, I would happily put on the rotation. But the, wow. this, this sweet potato groundnut stew um, is a wow dish, like a dinner party dish. Like you, you yeah, 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 it was just incredible. Um, can't, can't She's done a couple of other books as well, also about roasting tins. So there's it, one that's it, quick. There's one that's person. normal. Yeah, Rukmini. Rukmini. Sorry, yeah. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say, yeah, Rukmini is if I know that's a female name. The only reason I know she's a female is because I've got a picture of her in front of me. Cool. Um, yeah, no, this, yeah, it's, she, she knows what she's talking about, this this woman. Um, oh, bloody hell, number one bestseller book, that is. Is it? This The Green Rose, yeah. Tim? Yeah. There you go. I didn't even realise it. I'm, a, I'm zeitgeist, me. I'm right on the, yeah. right with my finger on the pulse. <laughs> there you go. Without even without even trying. Exactly. Which is even, yeah. Even I, I'm gonna buy that. I'll buy yeah. that today. I need to get more veg in. So yeah. Bring your spell some change. We've got ears to feed. We come to you with open hands, but instead of on the streets, we're begging on the podcast. 
you want this episode to be our last? Will you please go to Patreon and donate some cash? If you enjoy the Food Review UK content on YouTube and here on the podcast, then please consider heading to patreon.com foodreviewuk and making a small donation. This is going a bit off topic, right? But I've got I've got to say it. I've got to say it. Um, Go on, chicken then. dishes. Chicken dishes. They get, so, like, like, chicken breast or whatever. You chop up a chicken breast or whatever. I don't know if any of you listeners or, or you guys are the same. But sometimes when you're eating them, you're just like, fucking hell, isn't chicken boring and horrible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't this dish with big chunks of chicken breast in just fucking horrible? Even if you work really hard on it and try and do like a really nicely flavoured dish, it is let down by the chicken. Well, guys, I've had a revelation. Yeah. Those uh, mini breast fillets you can get, you can probably do it with a, with a normal size breast as well. Very, very thinly slice it. The you don't even need to brown it; just cook it. Um, I've done it a handful of times in the last couple of weeks. I've done things like uh, they've tended to be sort of stickier dishes, uh, and another uh, and a way to achieve that is so. For example, what I had what I had for dinner tonight was this uh, very thinly sliced chicken. Um, I could go through the whole ingredients, actually. A little bit of onion, a little bit of garlic, very thinly sliced chicken. Um, then some licorice soy sauce that I've got that I've probably mentioned on the podcast before. I'm sure you could do a normal soy sauce. Well, you could absolutely do a normal soy sauce because it was a, a sort of a recipe that a friend at work recommended. A little bit of brown sugar. Cook that away for a little bit and then add a little bit of a cornflour slurry, which thickens it up. And uh, there's not much sauce in there because obviously you don't want to use too much soy sauce because it's so salty. Um, but the sweetness and the saltiness, a tiny little bit of cornflour slurry. I just thickened it right up and made it all sticky so it coats the chicken. And the difference in texture is absolutely incredible. And I have to say as well, um, uh, again, people might think this is a bit weird, but this is a, a factual piece of information. Uh, my wife Claire tends to get a headache from eating chicken. Um, something I've googled it, and I can't really find any anything specifically about why that might be. But she does not get a headache with this very thinly sliced chicken. Uh, it the texture is a million times better, and that is a cooking tip. Uh, sorry, chicken gives your wife a headache. Yeah, basically. Cut a long story short. Right. I, I, Fair enough. I, okay. I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like you've said told us that before. That rings a bell for some reason. Mm, possibly. Yeah, fair play. Well, I, I hope I hope her chicken roasted headaches go. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, I mate. Hope... I'll pass on. <laughs> yeah, if you could. I mean, I, yeah, n- not yeah, certainly. Well, not you're sad. You'll see her on Sunday. True. True for missings. Um, <laughs> so, Michael, let's get a bit. Let's get back on track after twenty minutes about non-peanut butter related um, oh, food items. Um, yeah, what, what are your favourite combos? What do you like to pair it with? Not pair. Uh, it, but, I mean, maybe love, <laughs> love it with chocolate. Um, I, I guess my favourite though is one of my all-time favourite dishes and that's chicken satay which I would say is usually made with peanut butter rather than just peanuts so I think it still counts Did, did uh, you try my satay. wife's satay recipe? Uh, yes Didn't like Ooh, it did you? Hated it, hated it, wow uh, I, mm, It was one of the better ones I've tried but I will say that I have never been 
entirely happy with any chicken satay recipe that I've made, and I've, I'd say I've probably made about eight, ten. Mm. I've never, it's never been close enough to a restaurant for my life. Oh, that was one of the better ones. Slagging off my wife's cooking, fine. Awful. Absolutely didn't say that. Mm. Well, said that his wife's recipe wasn't good enough to um, uh, to overturn your poor cooking. So, basically the same. <laughs> so it wasn't restaurant quality. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't restaurant quality. It was like I usually like to have rest, um, satay from something like Noodle Nation or local Chinese, I guess. It's the only ones I like. Right, fair enough. Uh, other than that, uh, any other sort of combos? Uh, not really in cooking. So my combinations... Um... Oh, actually, I'll tell you what. Uh, Jess, the one of the old uh, presenters on the channel, uh, oh. still lurking in the, in the Food Review UK official presenters network chat, actually. Um... <laughs> Hi, Jess. <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> don't know if she listens. Um, she introduced me to the world of... Um, dipping slices of apple into peanut butter and when i first heard about it i thought it sounded absolutely mental i tried it oh my oh and that's just reminded me so so a it's fantastic it's the combination of the very juicy and sweet apple juice that breaks down with the texture and it creates this lovely sort of liquid uh that's just reminded me actually i'll tell you what this might this might um yeah this might trump the chicken satay actually back when i worked in uh for h boss there used to be a uh, sort of smoothie place down in Aylesbury Town. Uh, I think it was called Juice Junction, I think. Um, because they were, there was, there, at one point there was actually two. The Zumo Juice Bar and Juice Junction. Now the Zumo Juice Bar peanut butter smoothie was really nice. It was like bananas, peanut butter, blah, blah, blah. Now, the Juice Junction peanut butter, and I pretty much do know the recipe, so you guys can try it at home, and you probably wouldn't be, you'd probably be able to get not a million miles away. So it was peanut butter, a big dollop, uh, fresh orange juice, frozen yogurt, uh, a squirt of honey, uh, and a load of ice. Um, so this, this, this drink. It might, I, I would probably feel comfortable going as far as to say this is my favourite drink I've ever had in my entire life. It was peanutty, uh, sweet from the orange juice, zesty from the orange juice and slightly sharp. It was creamy from the yoghurt uh, and it was refreshing and ice cold from the ice. It was crisp uh, and it was i don't know why i'm being mocked i just don't know uh it it was wonderful uh, and i have actually tried making it a few times since and i yeah definitely got pretty close never quite as close as juice junction got it but um because that i should say this this frozen yogurt they had was like in a big tub so like in an industrial t- size tub it honestly looked more like sort of soft serve uh, vanilla ice cream but I'm, i don't think that would work quite as well i'm not sure the, the vanilla would work quite as well and, and the richness you don't really i'm not sure you would want that in it but <clears throat> yeah that thing oh my god i've just thought about that it's so good people going back oh. to the apple and peanut butter thing people do celery and peanut butter as well don't they yeah. yeah i can get in the sea yeah i i, I I'm curious by both of these. I don't think I've had even the apple and peanut butter either. But, uh, so both of them are curious combinations to me. But 
I'd like to try yeah. them just just to sort of tick them off the list and see whether I like them or not. But... Oh yeah, definitely try the, the apple sensation. I'll definitely try that. Cool. Um, into... Yeah, I, I imagine I'd be more on, on board with that than the celery one because oh, I, I just I, I do like celery, but it's very just watery. It doesn't, doesn't really add much to flavour wise, so it just feels like you might as well just eat the peanut butter. But doesn't it add the things that the peanut butter is missing? Doesn't it add that, that moisture, s- that snap, and the moisture? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, uh, yeah like I say, I, I wouldn't mind trying. Um, in terms of my comments, the man yeah, I mean, who said it could get in the sea is now suddenly defending. <laughs> yeah, no, <it> was... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying my best to make Nathan give give peanut butter a second chance, like yeah. a, a fair crack of the whip. Give, yeah. give PBs a chance. <laughs> um, I, 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 I have nothing against peanut butter necessarily. Just not. I don't know. I just obviously haven't had it in the right context. I guess other than these uh, suggestions, which is with chocolate, as everyone said. It, I mean, a peanut butter Kit Kat is chunky. Oh, is 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 correct. Just an absolutely divine chocolate bar. Um, Reese's are a great brand, although I've gone off them a touch. Just I think I think I've got a bit oversaturated with Reese's and just sort of chocolate and peanut butter on its own. I just need something else in there, like a bit of wafer, just to mix it up a little bit. That said, still very much enjoy a, pe- uh, a Reese's uh, peanut butter gut. Um Burger phenomenal first time i ever had it i thought this is mental. Why are people putting peanut butter on a burger? This is clearly not supposed to be, but. F- Oh my days! Peanut butter in the right, the right type of peanut butter and the right amount of it in a burger is just divine. And as Stuart said, I mean, I've had it without, but but you do need something like a chili jam in there just to, I don't know, just to sweeten it up a touch, just to take the the, the savoury edge off. Because obviously, a burger itself is very savoury. Usually, anyway, you're throwing you're throwing a very savoury spread in there as well. So you're just intensifying everything. So you just need that sort of sweet hit of chili jam in there just to just Take a distract, just give a distraction from all the savoury notes, but unreal in a burger. Um, I, I guess these aren't strictly combinations, but peanut butter in milkshakes and ice cream, things like that, amazing, obviously. Um, yeah, really, really enjoy an ice cold peanut butter delight. Um, and shout out also to my wife who baked me a birthday cake. Oh, god, I can't remember what, what, how long ago it was now, but probably about five or six years ago uh, for birth for, for my birthday. She baked me a chocolate uh, cake, but it had uh, peanut butter buttercream as the filling Ooh. and topping with Reese's peanut butter cups placed all around the outside as a, Ooh. as a peanut butter crown. Ooh. And it was, Ooh. it was incredible. Um, I will see if I can find a photo of that because it was, yeah, very good, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that because she, she's my wife either, because she doesn't listen, so don't need to. Um, but no, it was was divine. Very much enjoy that as a yeah, as a cake filling topping. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Yep. Yep. Good times indeed were had by all. Um, I'd be very interested in trying a. Chocolate eclair with a uh, with like a strip of uh, like peanut butter oh, icing on top. God, no, 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 no. no yeah, no. I was gonna say, no, no, away, yeah, no. It needs, it needs to have some. It needs to have some peanut butter cream. Oh, cream? imagine, imagine an eclair 
but the inside is a, basically a peanut butter cheesecake filling. Oh. Oh. oh, well, I really, I tell you what, I really, I actually really like the fresh cream of uh, chocolate eclair, and I find yeah, yeah. it fresh cream is <clears throat> great. It's not as good as peanut butter mm. cheesecake. Well, how about yeah. how about literally? How about it has chocolate on top because I think you need that, but then mm. inside yeah, inside it's got a layer of a sweetened peanut butter cream, the type that you get in a Reese's, oh, and then the fresh cream, and then that. the fresh cream. Yeah, oh, so it's got all of the elements. Perfect. Or a peanut butter caramel, then fresh cream, oh. then the chocolate on top. Oh. I think you should all make this. <laughs> yeah, Maverick Bacon would be obviously that, surely. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kevin. Um, just before we move on, I thought I'd, I'd bring to your attention, I, this is a thing that I didn't realise existed until very recently, and we've actually just purchased a jar of it recently and had my first experience with it. Uh, peanut butter powder? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, the peanut yeah. hearty stuff. I'm not sure if this... Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if this is a new thing. I, I, I genuinely don't know. It's new to me. Um, so, yeah, we, we do have a jar of that in the household right this moment. Tried it recently with some porridge. Um, in terms of flavour, certainly very much hit the right notes for peanut butter. Um, I haven't had it as a sort of... Because, obviously, you can make it up with, I assume, water and then use that as a spread. Um so I will have to try that at some point and let you know whether it's any good or, or certainly whether it's any ah. um, w- w- the comparison to normal peanut butter. Um, but the, the big the big pro for it, the reason for it is uh, healthy uh, or not healthy, but more healthier than a jar of peanut butter. As we discussed, I believe it was on the Man V Fat episode already referenced. Um, there's quite a lot of calories in a jar of peanut butter, and this is approximately about. It's about seventy percent lower. <laughs> it was at that moment I was seductively <laughs> licking some peanut butter off a spoon. <laughs> seductively natural fats, isn't it? Yeah. It's, how much left of that jar now, Michael? Oh, so what I've been doing, guys, I've been having very, very small pieces. You've probably seen me go at it quite a lot, but I've only been having sort of oh, that right. much yeah. every time. Okay. Okay, Michael, if that's what you need to tell us. Um, right. Last thing on this. I printed off a article from, or an article, I should say, from Mental Floss um, with various things that you can do with peanut butter other than eat eat them, eat it, eat them. Um Fucking isn't on there, so I'm afraid to say, Michael. So that must be number 26 on the list. Um, But I just want to quickly rattle through these and ask whether A, you've done it, or B, you would consider doing it. So, so, removing gum. Either of you used peanut butter to try and remove gum. I think this is predominantly from hair. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, Um, it's on The Simpsons, isn't it? Yes. I think think it's supposed to sort of slather it on, let it dry. And then supposedly it allows gum to be pried away easier. So it's not something either of you have tried or seen seen happen in the the real world. No, no. Um, Stuart, you're a teacher. Um, is is gum in the hair a big um, school predicament? I've never never come across it. Kids don't no. come. To, kids don't come to me with with the problems of. They know they're not going to get any. <laughs> 
get anywhere, so they don't bother. <laughs> um, my... I vaguely, <clears throat> vaguely seem to recall a situation where I might have had, I might have had gum on uh, one of my t-shirts or something, and I vaguely recall that I might have tried putting some peanut butter on there, but I don't, I, I, I wouldn't commit to that being a genuine memory. I'm not sure. Oh, fair enough. Oh, Stuart's, um, just, Stuart's just tried the uh, the one-year-out-of-date oh. Reese's. How is it? It's great. Um, it looks, <laughs> a bit, looks a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. Um, the, chocolate's, yeah, the chocolate's slightly matte. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's fine. Fair. Mm-hmm. Delicious Good stuff. Um the next one we got is um so this is eating it still but not necessarily for the uh I don't know for pleasure um treating hiccups apparently it's a lesser known purported hiccup cure um wow. something you've heard of used done no, would no would try would try, I wouldn't bother trying I've got I have the perfect hiccup cure apparently it says the idea is that slowly consuming something thick and gooey mm-hmm. <laughs> like peanut butter will break up your swallowing and breathing patterns and dispel the hiccups. It also sounds way more enjoyable than holding your breath or standing on your head. I mean, I'm if, doing a song cheaper that's gooey. If someone has hiccups, mm. you say it's only ever works once. You say to them, "If you hiccup again, I will give you twenty quid." And they then want to hiccup and cannot hiccup, and it cures their hiccups. You incentivise the hiccuping, and it cures the hiccups. What about if they do hiccup? They don't. They genuinely don't. I do it all the time at school when kids have got hiccups. Oh, so they come to you wow. for hiccups, but not gum in the yeah. hair. Yeah. They've got, <laughs> there's, a, there's a level. There's a there, level at which... <laughs> I don't teach in Liverpool, Michael. <laughs> you yeah. sure? There's a level. There's a level that they know that I, I'm, I'm comfortable helping them with. Hiccups is about the top the top part of that that sliding <laughs> scale anything anything more serious than hiccups go and find someone go and find someone else yeah um, fair enough. um apparently they make it makes good bait for fish now do either of you fish or are you one of the cool people that doesn't fish <laughs> i don't i have heard about what fishing <laughs> i've heard about peanut butter with bait yeah, one one of my friends was a big fisherman back in the day. I remember him using peanut butter all the time. So really, uh, yeah, apparently, Ooh. according to this, according to this, peanut butter sandwiches make some of the best bait for catching codfish, catfish, carp, and bluegill. Nice. There you go. Prepare wow. it on stale bread and garnish it with birdseed or garlic to make it especially irresistible. Ooh. I mean, Fuck. fucking hell, it's gourmet fishing. Um, repairing scratches. Oh, depending on. Depending on how long you've been holding on to it, your favourite CD or DVD likely has a scratch or two. All you need is some peanut butter to expen- uh, extend the lifespan of your collection. Lightly rub the damaged surface with the peanut butter, set it down for a short while, and then remove the excess with a cloth. The scratches will still be there, but the oils from the peanuts will temporarily fill them in and smooth them out. You can also try the trick with your scratched-up wood furniture. Um, I, get the, I get the furniture because I believe rubbing walnuts... On wood, <laughs> uh, if you scratch furniture, rubbing a walnut on it will will yeah. will do it. I'm, I'm, I, the CD thing sounds like an April Fool. It yeah. does, but maybe it's worth trying. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You try on your CD. Getting old. And then let getting old. Um, okay, we'll do. Uh, <laughs> one for me and Stuart here. Uh, oh no, sorry, wrong, wrong one. Uh, but anyway, you, you, actually, it doesn't. It doesn't really apply to Stuart either. Use it as a shaving cream. Brilliant. Apparently. Um, if you're open to mixing up your grooming routine, consider swapping your shaving gel with peanut butter. It's cheaper, works just as well, and as a bonus, nourishes your skin with natural oils. Well, it's cheaper. Apparently. I mean, we need to see you shave with peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that has got to happen. That's the next, this is the next one, this is the next video on your channel. This is the follow-up to the Marmite, uh, mayonnaise. Uh, no, uh, I don't traditional shave anyway. I use a razor, so it's not going to happen. You use an electric razor, yeah, like an old man, yeah. Because I need it. Cause I use it for up here, so I may as well use it for down here, right? And down and oh, down there. Mansca- manscaping. Oh, manscaping. Oh, mix, mix and match. Yeah, they, they don't mention peanut butter down here for manscaping, but maybe <laughs> maybe it's missing. Um, removing stickers, apparently. Peanut butter works the same magic on hard-to-peel stickers as it does on gum. Uh, once you have your new purchase, <clears throat> peel off as much of the fried sticker as possible and scrub away sorry, the stubborn sorry. residue. Well, sorry, what stickers? It's not like adults use stickers all the time, is it? No, Michael, but sometimes you buy things and they have like a label on it so that it's been stuck down and is a particular what, you're gonna... oh, This is all a load of bollocks, mate. You've got this from fucking rotten, rotten, silly buggers.com. Rotten, rotten, <laughs> do, rotten.com. Oh, God, that's a blast from pie. I haven't gotten that in a while. Uh, that might be the last one. Oh, no, the last one. This is the last 25. Yeah, well, I'm not reading all of them because some of them are just ridiculous, like. Have it in oh, a peanut sorry. butter. Have it in a peanut butter cup. Well, what are you fucking saying? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, use it. Use it as a conditioner. I've heard that one before. Oh. And make a face mask. Pretty much all stuff we've done for. Just cover and the last yourself one, head to toe in peanut butter. That's what this article just is. Live, yeah. Just live in peanut butter. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this this article is basically just saying you'll never stick to anything. <laughs> I mean, just saying. So the same. So the, the same properties that make peanut butter a nourishing hair treatment also make it a soothing face mask. So I, I'm guessing from this, um, Michael must have an incredibly smooth penis. <laughs> from his jokes earlier. Uh, and the final one on, on, on my list that I've highlighted is you can shine leather with it, apparently. Yeah, I get that. Oh. Um, your dull leather is only a few dabs of peanut butter away from looking as good as new. Rub it into the material you want to shine by making tiny circles with your fingers, then use a towel or washcloth to wipe it off. Um, imagine your chair just smelling of peanut butter. Maybe I'll buy those £800 shoes that I was talking about before <laughs> and polish them with peanut butter. Does Dawn give shines or whatever the name is? Um, <laughs> Dawn Star ASMR. Jason yeah, Don, Jason Dawnstar Dawnstar Shines yeah. yeah yeah that's all I've got so Michael social media what's up nerd this is Timmy say hi Timmy hi Timmy doesn't know what podcast to listen to because people don't leave a review isn't that, isn't right. that right? right that's right and isn't it also true you're not an orphan absolutely there you have it conclusive evidence that orphans and definitely not me using a higher pitched voice have a harder life because you don't leave a podcast review Reviews today. today. Save an orphan. Over to social media, is that right? So we got 
We ask you every single time we do a podcast, we ask you to submit your questions, comments. And this time, hey, guys, we're doing nuts or peanut butter, at least. So we, we ask for your double entendres as well. Uh, Maddie Madworld uh, said nuts, all capital letters. Uh, Finn Rogers, can MJ recreate oh, sorry, the vibe of the... Sorry, sorry. Was, sorry? That, was that What's... the end of What's Maddie wrong? Madwell's comment? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just nuts, yeah. All right, nuts. Nuts. fair enough. Uh, Finn Rogers, can MJ recreate the vine of the baby covered in peanut butter? How's Nate doing with the diet, and has MJ made peanut butter mayo yet? Ooh. So sort of three questions there. Nate, how are you getting on? Uh, diet's going very well still. Uh, I'm currently up to four stone and five pounds as of t- as of last night. Good going. Uh, wow. Yeah, no end, no yep. end goal in, in sight. No, nothing that I want to get to in particular. Just want to keep going until I get to what I consider to be a better way of life. I guess. I mean, I've set myself targets in terms of things I want to be able to do, and that, that's kind of the where I am really. Things like you know, fit through a going to a theme park. At, yeah, fit through a cat fat, for example. Um, but I don't, I don't like to admit that one because it sounds like I'm going to burgle people. Um, but no, genuinely, things like going to a theme park and essentially being able to fit on any ride without having to worry. Because uh, fat lad and quite embarrassing when not able mm. to get on one, as we've, uh. as we've discussed in the past. So I uh, already have my sights set on the back end of this summer to be going to... I think, I think we're aiming for Fright Night at Thought Park to wow, test out test out our um, weight loss to see if we can get on get on them their rides. Wow, and, I look forward to going. Uh, yeah, already discussing the Merlin passes, whether it's worthwhile getting and shit like that. So yeah, wow, love this. So, but yeah, in terms of the actual the actual weight loss itself, going very well. Thank you very much for who was asked, who was that Finn Rogers? Finn Rogers. Thank, thank you very much, Finn Rogers. Ironically, somewhat. Uh, I don't really understand the vine of the baby reference, and no, I don't think I've ever made peanut butter mayo. Frankie you, Funko would, says, would you, "Would you eat peanut butter?" Uh, I'd try it. Yeah, I mean, we know you yeah. would, mate. Marmite yeah, mayo oh, boy over could. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Um, Frankie Funko, where's all your favourite of the peanut butter combos? We'll sort of discuss that. Peanut butter and chocolate is the best, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I would, can we all agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves that chocolate combo and Correct. jam combo. Correct. But what are your thoughts on meat and peanut butter, i.e., burgers, satay, and peanut butters and fries? Yeah, we've discussed most of them. We're not yeah. on peanut butter and fries. I'd, I'd definitely try, be up for that. That sounds, yeah, sounds yeah. fucking good. I, would, I mean, I would try that. Fry, that fries and some kind of satay sauce would be incredible, obviously. Oh. Um, Proper, oh. proper, literally right out of the the, the fryer. Yeah, oh. real crispy, real salty, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, not for oh, me, yeah. obviously. Some yeah. just literally well, like, raved about how fucking thin I'm getting. One thing I've not mentioned is uh, peanut butter and jam sandwiches from America are typically made with grape jam or Correct. grape jelly, yeah. and that particular combination is fucking amazing to be fair they're, they're on they're on to a winner uh, amelia hills says the ultimate question crunchy or smooth we sort of covered that yeah uh, what well, we've got some both little reply here from leon tricker on there says smooth or bit of crunch love that Correct. good reference yeah bong lungs bongers bongers 
Someone in my town used to get called Peanut Butter Balls Bob, but now he's <laughs> Dreadlock Bob. <laughs> so can I, can I just say, can I just interject here? Anybody who isn't following Bong Lungs on Twitter, can you please now oh, mom. go? I mean, but Bongers, if your only exposure to Bong Lungs is this podcast, you already get a, a, a decent flavour of, of who he is. Yeah. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, you get you get a, a slight, you know, a, a more visual version of his character. Um, Twitter, however, is <laughs> it's just unscripted madness, and I mean that in the absolute best way possible. I love. I, I think he, he just doesn't know how Twitter works. Like <laughs> the, at, at least three or four times a week, he will tweet something to me, but he won't at me. He'll just write Mr. <laughs> Bullock or Stuart or whatever. And it just, it's just pure luck if I see it. He'll just direct a tweet at me, but not at me in it. Oh, and, yet you will, and yet you probably yeah. will see do, it. Yeah, I'll see it you'll and see reply, it. yeah. You'll yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh, got another comment here. This, this one's from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongers. Stoners love Reese's like Bong Lungs loves Fruck. <laughs> 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 We've got rest, another comment yeah. here. This, this one's from Bong Lungs. Bongers. One more thing. I fucking love a peanut butter Kit Kat because it's the bee's knees. And what's with people putting peanut butter on burgers? It's a devil emoji emoticon thing. Yeah, oh, peanut butter. He's let himself. Great. He's uh, yeah, he's yeah, one down. of the best. Why has he let himself yeah. down? Because he's he's, he's saying that was he's he's, a, he's saying he doesn't like them on burgers. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. that he, I'm not sure he's saying he doesn't like it. I just don't think he's ever had one. He's saying what's yeah maybe he lives on an yeah. island. He so lives what, on an island. Come on. What's what I'm yeah. just trying to I'm just trying to find his uh, just so that I can, can give him the the shout out that he does deserve. It's yeah. at it's at bong b o n g l u n g g z. Please go and follow him. Uh, we don't often do shout outs for people, but man, the boy the boy deserves it for the for the the joy that he gives me on a daily basis on Twitter. Yeah. Uh the Luminator says, Oh no, I don't like peanut butter. Oh. Not sorry, sorry to do that, mate. Uh this one's from Sweaty Thumbsticks, aka Luke, uh, my pal Luke. Uh, he has been really uh really heaping on the praise. He he now absolutely loves this podcast, guys. Um, he says, "What do you say?" Let's read out a quote. Actually, he sent me a message the other day. Um, yeah, I was thinking because obviously, as you said, you, he's only just started listening fairly recently, yeah, and uh, his his involvement on the never uh, even pod- been a podcast person, yeah, and his involvement on these social media questions obviously ramped up in the last few uh, episodes. So, yeah, it's uh, glad that he's enjoying Correct. it. I don't. He messaged me this the other day. I don't actually explicitly remember um, when I said this, but he said, "I've accidentally shit on my hand before, but I'm not selling that." Is my favourite thing you've ever said? Is what he said. To me. <laughs> um, anyway, he said, "When you're making a peanut butter sandwich, do you still use regular butter? I find it takes some of the stickiness away from the peanut butter and makes the sandwich easier to eat." Kind of like jam slash jelly helps the texture, but this way you get you sorry you just get that peanut flavour. Interesting. I can't say I've ever tried that. I can't say I've ever had a peanut butter sandwich. So, oh wow! 
I, I, That's I, weird. I mean, I, not knowingly. I think I've got a memory of having one as a kid and not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't strike me no. as being a sandwich food. On like a, I'd have. A, I think I'd try a PB and J. Um, but yeah, but on toast though, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I've got I, a I, that's fairly similar, right? <laughs> there are similarities, but I think it's different. I'm, I'm not sure about the peanut. I think I, I'm yeah, not sure yeah. about peanut butter on raw raw bread on untoasted bread. <laughs> raw bread on dough. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> fucking dough. Lodge of peanut butter. Yeah, I'm not sure about it either. It's fucking awful. <laughs> At least let it rest. Uh, Luke C99 I seem to be intolerant to peanuts but not allergic has always made me ill but hasn't killed me yet (laughs) keep keep trying brilliant has it made you stronger isn't that the thing (laughs) yeah that's what um, that singer said who sang that song what doesn't kill you makes you stronger get a little longer is it your colleague yeah Yeah. great Uh, I did have a three-cup pack of Reese's and was absolutely grey. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, got a, <laughs> we've got a comment here from a uh, gentleman by the name of Bonglangs. Bonglangs. You homies are the best podcast, hands down. There's no argument about it because it's facts. Correct. Oh, thank, thank you very much, Bonglangs. Uh, Leon Tucker here says, I'm about Stu's age. I'm about Stu's age, he said. Early 40s. Yeah. Um, I wonder if any of you remember the classic Sun- Sunpat TV adverts. Related question Is Sunpat still king, or do you go for one of the fancy brands they have these days? Yeah, Sunpat's dead. Sunpat, I'm not sure I do remember it. Sunpat, so, like, I... like a little kid with a hat. Yeah, kid with a hat. <laughs> Oh, I mean, wasn't there the a thing about him being dead? Wasn't there like uh, a? Uh, isn't there a thing about no, all kids being dead apart from Gossie? I'm sure there was a. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was a. Like, uh, an this urban does myth. vaguely ring a bell. Yeah, yeah I think there was oh. no. There was there was one advert where a kid was so unbearable that he there was rumours he killed himself, wasn't there? I don't think that was some pat though. Was it not? Oh, that was Frosties. That's that the one the I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, oh this this yeah. advert was on when I was a kid. Is this the baseball one you're watching? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, I remember this shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember hundred percent. That was a long campaign, and if it was when back in the Stone Age when Stuart was a kid, and brilliant, <laughs> great stuff. Uh, 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 Leon Truck has also said smooth or a bit of crunch so we covered that and finally last question today uh, Leon Tricker says do you stay traditional or indulge in alternative nutty butts e.g. cashew Great uh, well we can't discuss that because it's a peanut butter episode um, so thank you very much for no um, <laughs> yeah I love a bit of cashew butter love a bit of cashew butter never had I say I, I, I literally have never had any alternative oh. nut butter Wood, wood. You honestly, you guys come out with such fucking weird comments sometimes. Can't I'll just buy some. Sorry, I've never eaten almond. Why butter. would I? <laughs> what about coconut? What about don't? What about donut butter? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd go through that. 
It should be. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd love I'd donuts, donuts spreading my sandwich. Well, Tesco went through that phase a couple of couple of years ago, didn't they? They did the old custard cream spread and the bourbon spread. They were fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Actually, I didn't mention that in the combos of peanut butter and a donut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, like the, oh. like the Krispy Kreme Reese's and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 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 You love uh, donut, they don't. Nathan, hello, stop hello, hello, fapping that pen against your face. <laughs> Forget I'm on camera. <laughs> it's the sound more than anything. Oh, it's, the, it's getting me getting me off. Right, that's that's social media done. Thank you very much for everyone who uh, joined in with the social media. As as ever, a lovely bunch of uh, coconuts. I was going to say, but it's not really a nut, nuts. is it? Um, monkey, thank you very much. Monkey nuts. Uh, before we close out the show, because we are coming to the end, I thought it'd be worthwhile just having a quick chat about something that came up on the last show, which Stuart, myself, and Michael Jameson have been, I wouldn't say tirelessly working on, because it's involved about half a dozen texts, um, but we've been discussing the possibility and the expansion of the idea of a food mascot death match tournament, which right. was, as I say mentioned at the very end of the previous episode with Alex and Sierra. Um and it is almost certainly going to be going ahead this summer although we haven't settled, we haven't sort of discussed or decided on a date but I would imagine sometime in June or something like that we will drop a, drop an episode on this but in the meantime before that episode comes there is some work for you dear listeners to get involved in so basically the idea that I've pitched to the other two and I think we've fairly settled on this is that there will be 16 fighters in in uh, total so we've got a last 16 a round of quarterfinals semifinals and then a final to find out who the ultimate champion will be um, those 16 competitors will be decided by not just us but you as well and what we are pitching the idea to you to do is to give us suggestions for mascots and <laughs> then vote on them and the four fighters with the most votes will make up the team for the fans there will be another four fighters proposed by Michael, another four fighters proposed by myself and a final four by Stuart that way we can not only find out who the ultimate winner is but also have a winning coach I guess you want to call them or something similar to that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why that we would do that, but it'd be something fun. So if we do any other tournaments, we can follow a similar style and, and see who's basically the best at predicting winners or creating winners of various tournaments. So really a idea. Yeah. I, I thought it got a bit more fun in. Sorry. I also thought it, it meant that, you know, we don't just take all the best fighters and, you know, leave a load of scraps for them to, to fight over yeah. or, or 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 it or also that we don't um announce a bunch of them and then have to go, Oh, can you pick ones but not these twelve? Mm-hmm. So I just thought this way we can say, right, you, you guys you guys pick and then, you know. Um so yeah, we will be undertaking a vote. Now, where can you vote on this? I propose that we make this an exclusive for the Fruck Unwrapped and Fans group. Correct. 100%. And so that means the only way that you can be involved in this is by joining the Fruck Fruck Unwrapped and Fans group on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, make a profile. It's not our problem. Deal with it. If you are already on Facebook and not a a fan of the page, or sorry, a member of the page, then head over there immediately and, uh, yeah, join because 
it then gets you into this competition and uh, also just barrel of laughs on a daily basis Banter. yeah pickle Banter. news pickle news with mark can oh mark, it's been pick- one of my favorite things this week <laughs> yeah mark can and his pickle news yeah he's pickle correspondent yeah brilliant <laughs> incredible incredible scenes <laughs> yeah it's it's become Out on the field yeah pickle, he's he's I had a go at him the other day earlier. He was he was pitching some news that had nothing to do with pickles, and I don't know. <laughs> stay stay in your lane, Mark. <laughs> we've got we've got people dealing with the other stuff. We need someone dedicated to pickles. Well, if anyone can, Mark can. Hey. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um, so yeah, I'm genuinely excited for this. Uh, we'll obviously have to settle on a date, um, and yeah, uh, I think we'll do a. We'll probably do a draft beforehand to find out our four yeah, fighters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, actually saying that, when I said about the top four of the um, fans' votes getting top, that won't necessarily be true because they'll be involved in the draft as well. So it will just it will just produce an ordering of their yeah. fighters and and who they might get or might not get. But um, yeah, so we'll do a show on that. We'll do the draft and then we'll do. Do we do the draft on the night and then the same fight, or should we do it in two separate batches? No, no we did the draft earlier on and then we produce a bracket. We'll do the yeah. we'll do the drafting and appetizers, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll produce the bracket and then we'll yeah. do an episode where we where we do the death match, yeah. I, I think I think I have in mind uh, one or two that I think might be um, favourites. I've got I'm pinning a lot of my hopes on one man at the moment. No, uh, no, 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 that's me. That's me. That's my one, and I said that person, so you can't even steal. You don't know who I'm saying. You don't even know. Yes, I do, mate. Our mind's the best one. Um, oh, interesting, man, man, as in human, man, a human man, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Is he jolly? He's quite jolly. He's not. not, He's not. He's not sweet car based. Oh, mine's not. I'm not sure mine's human, so. (laughs) I'm not sure you're human. We, oh. <laughs> we have di- we have discussed this, but I, I'm quite adamant. No team ups. I think Snap Crackle and Pop are out. You can you have one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be Mono. Which one's got to be Mono Mono? If you're going to pick one, one from Snap Crackle and Pop, who are you having? Oh, that's got to be got to be Pop in it. Is it a red one? Pop. I, I need I need to I need to see them. I need to see what they look like. <laughs> Who's the curly? Who's the curly hair blonde one? He's going to put put anyone off, isn't he? <laughs> Snap. A little dickhead, isn't he? Little blonde curly one, little twat. <laughs> he is. Which net crackle? Is crackle Snap not the crackle. most aggressive sounding name? Crackle. They're all quite aggressive, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, but sometimes you have a pop just... at someone, didn't you? We do, yeah, yeah. And when wrestlers My come out, they get a bit pop. all over the Pops. keyboard anyway. Pop. I think it's got. I think it's got to be pop. I'm looking at pop. Okay, fella. Oh, pop's got it easily. I mean, look at that hat. Snap, look at the hat that Crackle's ginger, wearing. So. There's no way. There's no way somebody who can win a death match is wearing that hat. I need to get this up. Yeah. I need to get this up. He looks like he's about to, to be honest. He looks like he's wearing pajamas and he's going about to go to bed. Uh, crack, Crackle's done. No offense, them, but all three of them are dickheads. To be honest. <laughs> oh no, Crackle's an absolute loser. Right, I finished. <laughs> Oh, he's an embarrassment. What's his hair? Modern Crackle has got an upside-down yellow weed leaf on his head. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like a... Bongers. 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 
the, the, all actually, the, the version that I'm looking at now is Snap has been replaced by Thanos <laughs> in a hilarious bit of pop, <laughs> pop culture matchup. Oh, I think I might be looking at that. Is he like, uh, yeah, he's uh, Thanos uh, disintegrating in it. Thanos did nothing wrong. Dot com. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, mono, mono. No, no weapons other than the clothes you walk into the the dome with. I yeah. think. I so think literally, cra- your crackle can't have his big spoon. He can't have his big spoon, but Tony the Tiger can have his cravat, his uh, his neckerchief yeah. if he wants yeah. to, to throttle someone. Oh, this is that opens up a whole new world of thinking, doesn't it? You okay. using the items of clothing that they've got, yeah, yeah, weapons. but no weapon, yeah, because I, I I want it to be as fair as possible in terms of I want it yeah. to be fisticuffs. I don't I don't want it to be I don't want it to be oh I don't know let's find some fucking serial mascot that's got a gun. That's too much. The must be one with a gun. I'm just wondering the Ricicles lad, the Ricicles Ray, astronaut. Rick, it... Rick Ricicles did Snap. he have a ray gun? A snap, crackle, pop a cap in his ass. <laughs> Cap- C- Captain Crunch. I wonder if he had a cutlass. Did he have a cutlass? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, we can't be yeah. having. Right. We can't be having. We uh, can't be having him going up against. No. Crackle. We- weapons can be carried to the ring, but must yeah. be left on the outside. And any use of <laughs> yeah. those weapons, if the ref sees it, it's disqualification. And we're having the okay, very yes. best refs. We're having the best. Earl Hebner is refereeing these matches. We're going. Oh, like we're going top top refing. Yeah. Not getting See, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Captain Rick, now he had a jetpack. Is he allowed to use that? I mean, that's uh, not how's, clothing, is it? Is he going to use not... it? How's he going to win with it? What's he going to do? He's going he's gonna to take it off, he's going to aim it, and he's going to press a button, he's going to blast him with a. He's going to use CD. it as a weapon? <sighs> yeah, but. Disqualification. You're out, Rick's out. Mm, Rick's out. Rick's cheap, well, Rick's scumbag. Look at, uh, look at Iron Man, you learn things when you're in deep space, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean, this is a flavour of the it, yeah. um, of the type of conversation we'll be having sometime this summer about the, the mascots. But like I say, in the meantime, please head over to the uh, Fruck Unwrapped and Fans group. If you if you can't find it, um, it is on our Facebook page. It's literally pinned to the top, so we, there is a link there. Um, or message us if you can't find it. We we are keen to get people in that group, but more so to get people involved in this because I think this could be an absolutely bloody lovely episode and fun banger and yeah i uh although i think it's my favorite i think the discussions we had last week tony the tiger's got to be a decent little shout for a dark horse yeah tony's um tony's He's an early, early front runner yeah 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 yeah, to- to- yeah definitely tony's one of the big ones yeah all, all rounder so uh yeah Lovely stuff. Right. Thank you very much, guys. It's been a pleasure talking peanut butter with you and uh, everything else. And uh, I look forward to doing another one of these conversations in two weeks' time when we will have a guest, which will be... Oh. Sorry. Um, Steffi from the uh, the Chocolate Smiths. Whoa. Wow. For our first ever sequel. It's worth, worth mentioning that only the first 150 people to download the podcast will be able to, down- uh, be able to listen to it. <laughs> It's a very limited edition podcast. <laughs> we may release another 150 for next Hey, yeah. So, looking forward to that. Actually, very yeah, much. That's so. obviously not. That's not true, though, is it? Obviously, gonna no, be no, no. And we're talking we about chocolate. We don't have 150 uh, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we will be. It is, it is a chocolate episode. I, I didn't know. if I assumed that that would probably be. Yeah. Um, 
uh, implied by the fact that yeah. it was a sequel episode oh, featuring yeah. a lady who sells Czech chocolate. So, Czech, cho- Czech chocolate. Czech, Czech chocolate. Is that yeah. like Polish like, chocolate? It's like Polish chocolate, but it's more Czech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. As you can tell, this this the rounding out of this episode has gone as well as any other. So see you later. Goodbye. See you later, mate. <laughs> mate. Stuart, they can't see you, mate. You have to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>